The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes to our listeners around the world in the countries of Colombia. Korea and the Republic of Honduras and in the states of Arizona, Wisconsin and Illinois. Welcome and thank you all for your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show's ongoing success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul. As you learn to hear the still, small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace because your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. It is through this connection that miracles occur like unexpected healing, healthy relationships, peace, and wealth. So please use these tips. My tip for this week is in honor of our topic today. Turn fear into love. Fear is an illusion. Use it to create the positive. When you go into fear, ask yourself, what quality of love do I need more of? Compassion, forgiveness, patience, empathy, understanding. Then look for ways to bring that quality more strongly into your life. Above all, remember... Fear is powerless in the presence of love. That's so important that I'm going to repeat it. Fear is powerless in the presence of love. 
In my full-day workshop last month on financial prosperity, I used my ultimate creative problem-solving process to help people remove their hidden fears. As one participant said, every time I do this, I'm amazed at how powerful it is. It always provides deep insights that help me let go of fears and move forward in my life. The secret that was so powerful a few years ago faded because it didn't provide a way to remove the hidden blocks to success. That's what makes my next workshop, Creative Problem Solving, my coaching and my meetup group, so important. When I first started using this process, I thought it was just for unblocking creativity. Through feedback from people who took my workshops, I realized that it removed blocks to their being or doing anything they want from improved health, wealth, and relationships to healthy and positive business decisions and creativity. They taught me that my process created breakthroughs that literally changed their lives, and it continues to do so with my private and corporate clients. Do you feel you're capable of so much more than you're doing now? With my unique creative problem-solving process, you will increase your productivity, creativity, and success while reducing stress. The right brain contains about 10 million times more information than the left, yet you rarely use it. With my process, you will quickly and easily access the spiritual realm through the power of your right brain. By allowing, aligning and integrating both sides of your brain, you will be able to solve even your most challenging problems. In this hands-on workshop, you will increase your brain power by using your whole brain, dissolve hidden blocks to your creativity and productivity, hear the still small voice within and gain new insights. Free yourself of old limiting beliefs, patterns, and fears, and master new techniques for problem-solving, planning, and communication. Most of us think that there's something wrong with us because we haven't accomplished our goals. The key to the success that has eluded you is to align the right and left sides of your brain. There's a war going on inside your head that you don't know about. It's as if two horses are pulling a cart in opposite directions. Until both horses are working together, you'll have constant obstructions and disappointments. When your right and left brain become partners instead of adversaries, your power will ignite and you'll meet your goals with more ease and speed than you ever imagined. If you've been wondering what's wrong with you because you haven't accomplished your goal, the answer is nothing. Your brain is just not fully aligned. My ultimate creative problem-solving process will get the power of both sides of your brain going in the same direction for your success and improvement in your health, wealth, and relationships in your personal and business life. The method that I'll be using in this workshop is the same one that I use in my coaching and in my monthly meetup group. 
First, we use crayons to access unconscious knowledge, writing to bring this knowledge into conscious awareness, discussion to clarify new understandings with the focus being on using your whole brain to solve problems. By integrating the information in both sides of your brain, you will open up a pathway of new energy. It is really a moving, walking um, meditation with your hands. You can learn more about my process by getting the free chapter on it from my best-selling book when you sign up for my newsletter on my website, paulajoyce.com. We'll be meeting at CSL Dallas on February 18th. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me to present the seminar or another one in your area, like 21 Steps for Healing Your Body. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories and guests who are thought leaders in their field like our guest today, Linda Johnson, who will talk with us about spirituality and mysticism and ancient Greece. And last week's show, Alice Rosen helped us understand that 2017 is a universal new beginning in a nine-year cycle. As such, what happens this year will affect all of us in every part of the world. Alice also helped us understand how very important it is, especially this year, to speak up for what we believe in. We're in a big year of change, and if we don't like what's happening, it is essential for each of us to stand up and make our voices heard, whether that's signing petitions, marching, writing letters, or contributing money or time to your favorite causes. Silence is not golden. As we learned two weeks ago, not speaking up will increase your stress levels and harm your physical, mental, and emotional health. If history has taught us anything, it's that we must speak up for our beliefs. To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode link. You can hear this show or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. Now for my silver lining story. 
Last week, Alice shared that the vibrations of this month encourage us to express creativity. There are two basic approaches to engaging in the creative process. Most common one is to determine what the completed project will look like before you begin. The less common approach is to focus on the project process rather than the product. One way to do this is to lay out all of your painting materials, randomly choose a brush and a paint color, and begin applying the paint with no concern for where the project is going. The piece evolves brush stroke by brush stroke as you allow yourself to feel what's next. Always listening deeply for the authentic answers and allowing what's supposed to be painted through you to emerge onto the silk paper or canvas. Painting actually becomes a form of active meditation. This is the way I paint and the way I teach my clients to paint. We expand our creativity, listen carefully to the still small voice within and ignore the voice that shouts, that isn't the way real artists paint. When I paint, my main job is to kick out that critical voice that's always telling me what I'm doing wrong, what's pretty and what's ugly, and of course the question that stops creativity dead in its tracks, can I sell this? When we turn ourselves over to our creativity, we are tapping into a force much greater than ourselves. There are lots of names for this, depending upon your spiritual beliefs. Authentic self, higher self, God, energy, the universe, regardless of the terminology, we are all tapping into that part of ourselves that knows much more than we think we do and connects with the divine as the part has been that has been silently taking in the beauty of the world while your conscious mind has been busy doing things painting with my right brain has brought me an array of surprising gifts the main one was discovering that i could paint As a child, I was told at home and at school that I had no talent. It was so bad that I actually cheated in our class. What made it worse for me was that I had always had a strong desire to paint. As an adult, I took a few oil painting classes because I could work and rework the piece to make it perfect. Later, I challenged myself to play with children's watercolors without lessons. Eventually, I took about four silk painting classes, read a couple books and just began to explore, play and create without knowing where I was going or what I was doing. This led to my developing my own style, which is authentic and unique to me. The result has been that figures appear in my paintings that I do not consciously put there. My pieces are often filled with dolphins, dragons, fish, birds, elephants, flowers, angels, people. For instance, during a silk painting demonstration for a couture design class, I did a piece very quickly to show the students a simple technique. When I looked closely, I discovered a large bird sitting in an apple tree in the center of the painting. It's a robin, which was my favorite bird growing up in Detroit. There aren't many birds in Dallas, and none had been in my backyard over the years. Within weeks, however, there were robins covering 
my side and backyards. They stayed for days. Since I cannot paint realistic in any medium, allowing this robin to come through me was incredibly fulfilling. As I continue to explore my creativity, I have added watercolors, acrylics, metal sculpture, mixed media, and have even invented ways to display fashion as art. My artwork has been shown internationally in the Canton Art Museum, the Dallas Museum of Art, and juried art shows, and my clients include art museums, galleries, and fashion designers. For someone who was convinced that she had no talent, I continue to be amazed by what is showing up in my life. Whether you believe you are creative or not, there is creativity lying dormant in all of us. My creative problem-solving process helps you shut out the negative voices, open yourself up to create from your soul, and enjoy the beauty of your hidden gifts. As you do, you will open yourself up to having mystical experiences like the one I described with discovering a robin in my painting and then in my physical life. These kinds of experience can become quite normal when you allow them in and pay attention. Our guest today is Linda Johnson, author of Lost Masters, Rediscovering the Mysticism of the Ancient Greek Philosophers. She's a longtime student of religious philosophy with degrees in Eastern and Western psychology and postgraduate training in theology and Sanskrit. She's the award-winning author of eight books on ancient and modern spirituality, including Daughters of the Goddess. She is noted for uncovering captive two stories about the world's spiritual traditions known only to scholars and explaining them in fascinating and inspiring ways. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. In addition to posting all our shows, I post special uplifting messages to you, and I repost videos that will make you laugh, feel good about all the kindness in the world, fill your heart with the beauty of nature and animals, the delight of dance and music, and the joy of being alive with all the violence, hurtful words, anger, and fear that's being spread. We must find a way to keep ourselves positive. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. While listening to the commercials, use the link on this page to like us on Facebook, then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll help you be part of the solution. Then click on the link to read about and register for my creative problem-solving workshop or to schedule one in your area. Go to Calendar of Events to see your question for today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Linda Johnson to talk about the spirituality and mysticism of the ancient Greek philosophers. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. 
the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too, while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. Listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email 
to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call one 472 5795 or email drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let us know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down whether knowing that Aristotle believed in reincarnation would change your attitude toward reincarnation. I'm so pleased to welcome Lyndon Johnson to talk with us about spirituality and mysticism and of all places, ancient Greece. (laughs) Welcome, Linda. Paula, thanks for having me on to talk about my favorite subject in the world. Well, I am absolutely fascinated and delighted because what the information that you bring forth is a total surprise to most of us. And I'm curious how you even knew to look for it. Well, um, I've written hundreds of magazine articles, like for Yoga International, Yoga Plus, Yoga Journal, and Light of Consciousness, and so on for years and years. And I've written numbers of books. And I thought, I don't want to just keep repeating myself. I'd like to look for some new material. And I started thinking, hey, what were the spiritual practices in, in ancient Europe, you know, before the rise of Christianity? And the Greeks were the best documented, so I started looking into the Greeks. You know, and Paula, like most people on the planet, I thought the ancient Greeks were about as relevant to our lives today as bows and arrows. Um, But when I started researching the original sources, I was astonished to find out how much the Greeks have in common with spiritual speakers today. Um, We're always told the ancient Greeks were, you know, the founders of our modern tradition of scientific materialism. But what the Greeks tell us about themselves is that they were intensely interested in spirituality. Many of them believed in karma and reincarnation, and a lot of them were vegetarian. They meditated. They studied near-death experiences. They fought for animal rights. They tried to understand God and the nature of their own souls. Uh, Now, they had a very rational approach to this, but they did not consider metaphysical subjects to be off-limit like a lot of scientific types do today. And, Paul, I'm hoping, hoping, hoping you're going to let me share a couple of stories about the ancient uh, Greek philosophers with our listeners here. Oh, I would love for you to do that. I'm absolutely blown away by this information, and I think it is so important for us today to understand what our roots are and our common roots with the East. Exactly. Um, uh, Most of us don't even know that this tradition exists. Um, but let me tell me, uh, let me start at the beginning. We're going back to around 600 BC or so. Pythagoras. Now, this was the guy who invented the theorem we learned about in math class, you know, the Pythagorean theorem. What we did not hear 
was he actually founded a hugely successful spiritual community in Italy. His followers meditated, they ate no meat, they drank no alcohol, they worked out every day, they practiced music therapy, and they tried to reach a state of enlightenment. Uh, the ancient sources tell us Pythagoras spent decades uh, studying with spiritual masters in Egypt, in Syria, in Persia, and possibly even, according to one ancient source, with the Hindu Brahmins. And get this, Paula. His uh, first teacher was Thales. The very same Thales that we learned in grade school was the father of Western science. And it was Thales who encouraged Pythagoras to go to Egypt to study because Thales himself had studied with the priests there. It's a myth that the ancient Greeks were self-educated geniuses who came up with all their ideas by themselves. You know, many of them studied abroad. Um, I have to tell you about Empedocles. Um, he was the guy who we were told in grade school was the first Greek to teach that matter is made up of the four elements, you know, uh, earth, water, fire, and air. In real life, Empedocles was a doctor, but his main interest, according to the ancient sources, was curing souls. He was a hugely popular public speaker, and when he would travel around, huge crowds would, would gather to listen to him speak. And what did Empedocles tell people to do? Paula. He told them to meditate. Uh, let me quote him. These are words from Empedocles going back 2,600 years. He said, You must plunge beneath your crowded thoughts and calmly contemplate the higher realities with pure, focused attention. Then a state of tranquility will remain with you throughout your life. But if instead you direct your attention to the trivial things most people upset about, obsess about, the silly nonsense that dulls their minds, then all you'll get are physical objects, which you'll just lose anyway. And, and Paula, here is what Empedocles who, uh, had to say about God. Empedocles, who scientists today consider one of the earliest scientists, here's how he described God. He said, The divine is not something you can see with your eyes or hold in your hands. It doesn't have a face or feet or gender, but is pure consciousness, whose awareness extends throughout the entire cosmos. It is nothing but consciousness in every direction and eternally rejoices in the encircling silence. Now, Paula, today we call this Eastern philosophy. 2,500 years ago, this was Western philosophy. This is absolutely fascinating, and I'm I'm curious as to why it's, I mean, this is like 600 BCE. These are, we're talking hundreds of years before religion, as we before know. Before the rise of Christianity, yes. Okay, and, and so why is it even important that they studied that these ancient Greek philosophers studied in places like Egypt and Syria and, and India. Why is that relevant? 
because these places were alive with spirituality and mysticism. Um, in fact, uh, Amblichus, one of the uh, great Greek masters who lived around the 4th century A.D., um, he collected the teaching from like Syria, you know, from the Magi, from the Chaldeans, from the Egyptians, and wrote a, a very, very famous book. Um, and um, I, re- you know, I really, if you are interested in astrology or magic rituals or tantra or other forms of mysticism, you know, you should absolutely read the chapter in my book on Iamblichus. I- Based on these ancient traditions, he had really good advice for people interested in channeling and in contacting discarnate entities, whether you think of them as actually real or as projections of the unconscious. According to him, some of these entities or energies are benign, but others definitely are not. And he explains how to tell the difference. He also warns how spiritual practice can shade over into sorcery when your ego gets involved. Um, He taught, based on these ancient living spiritual traditions before Christianity, before Islam, um, he taught that real practice exalts the soul, not the ego. And it's, and it's dedicated not just for one's own personal benefit, but for uh, the good of uh, everyone as well. Um, he taught that there's three kinds of beings who are incarnating on earth. And the first are ordinary people who are just, you know, they're not that interested in spirituality. They're just living their lives. And they're very much subject to the laws of karma, he says. Then there are those, like perhaps many of us, who are beginning to wake up and who are trying to improve our lives and expand our spiritual awareness. But there's a third group of people, and and those are beings who do not need to be here. They have no more karma to work out. They have only come back to this plane of existence to serve and uplift beings. So, um, this, these were the teachings of, of, of the ancient masters in many traditions back in those days, before these ancient traditions were closed down. Um, uh, tell us about why they were closed down. Um, um, well, I actually have, a, uh, Paula, a, a very strong background in, in Christianity, uh, but as I was reading these ancient uh, texts and uh, hearing about these traditions from the perspective of the, of the so-called pagans, there was a lot of information there that really shocked and distressed me about my own birth tradition. You know, today we hear about you know a small number of, of Muslims who are very radical and, and very violent, and we forget that in early Christianity there were also zealots who were very, very radical and violent. Um, um, between the, uh, uh, the mid-300s through the mid-500s, you know, temples were smashed and destroyed, libraries were burned. Um, in fact, you know, I was reading how, um, uh, because books in those days were handwritten, so a book was incredibly precious, and the books preserved these ancient traditions. And, and when Christian zealots would come to burn down the libraries, you know, pagans and the ancient Greeks and, 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 the, and the pagans would run in to try to save the books. And some of these uh, zealots would uh, barricade the pagans in the libraries and burn them alive with their books. 
There, mm. there was a part of Christianity that, that as a person who was raised a Christian, it breaks my heart to learn about, um, that was actively seeking to exterminate these ancient traditions. Now, there, there's more to this. Uh, scholars today are fully aware of all the evidence that I'm presenting here, but they ignore it. They've gone like to the opposite extreme from the Christians. Um, they say, you know, there's, there's no God, and, and, and the universe is completely material. And, and when they see this, the stuff that, that, uh, that I'm reading in the ancient sources, the scholars today say, oh, it's, quote, oriental contamination, you know, of pure, rational Western thought. They find it embarrassing that many of the fathers of Western civilization were nowhere nearly as committed to materialism as academics are today. You know, the Greeks were curious and open-minded, and I want, you know, people who are listening here today to know that when we search intelligently for a deeper understanding of our spiritual nature, we're, we're not betraying the Western uh, tradition, we're just following in the footsteps of its founders. You know, and most I, of I, us, I'm sorry, most of us, I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but what I was going to say is what is what I hear the commonality between um, current day people trying to hide this information right. and the early Christians who were burning books is fear um, yes. of different things, but both it, both created this negativity and this desire to hide the truth and information so people can think for themselves and and have the information to grow and learn out of fear. After after all this book burning and destruction of the ancient traditions, we had a thousand year period in the Western tradition called uh, the Dark Ages. And they recall that because in part because of the thought police, we can call them. People who told you what to believe, and if you didn't, they could kill you. I mean, it was illegal in, in parts of Europe uh, to be a vegetarian, you know, because the, the ancient pagan spiritual masters, many of them were vegetarian. So if you were in a vegetarian diet, that meant, you know, you were betraying Christianity, and you, you were in serious trouble. You know, and, and so, you know, we've got modern academics who just, you know, they don't want to teach you this stuff. And, and, and so most of us, although we have heard of yoga and meditation techniques from India, or we've heard about Sufism, or we've heard about Kabbalah, but what we don't know about is our own Western spiritual heritage. We don't even know it existed. And so I, I, I was just, my mind was blown when I was reading this material. And, and I just want people to know how exciting the, uh, the Greek philosophers were, how amazing their lives were, you know, that they studied with the wise men and women of older spiritual cultures around them, like the Magi from Persia, the Chaldeans from Iraq, as well as teachers from Egypt, and in some cases, even India. Um, um, and like, did I, you know, you know, that Alexander the Great had a guru. And let's, I mean, I, um, let, let's hold that for 
after our break because this okay. information is so very important um, and fascinating. I'm so grateful to you for bringing it to us. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Robert Moss talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down whether you still think that the beliefs of the West and the East are so very different. Stay tuned. We'll be back with Linda Johnson to talk with us more about spirituality and mysticism in ancient Greece. Be the change. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down that you now see how the beliefs in the West and the East are not so very different. And I'm so grateful to have Linda Johnson here to talk with us about spirituality and mysticism in ancient Greece. And Linda, you were just about to talk about Alexander the Greek having a guru. So can we pick up there? 
Sure, Alexander the Great, you know, who conquered much of the world that was known to uh, the ancient Greeks. Uh, we know he got to India, the one culture that he could uh, he could not conquer. But what we what we never hear about is that he, um, virtually the first thing he did when he got to India was that he sent out his uh, scouts to find some of these yogis that he'd been hearing about. Um, and and so there's uh, numerous ancient sources that talk about his encounters with yogis like Danda and uh, and Kalyana, who was the guru that he uh, took back with him to, uh, to Persia. Um, uh, 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 there's so much to cover here that I really regret not being able to tell you all these stories, but they're in the book. Mind-blowing stories. Mind-blowing about Alexander's guru, uh, Kalyana. Um, but one thing that I, w- I wanted to just mention here, you know, uh, 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 in some places in America, they're, tr- they're actually trying to keep yoga out of schools. I mean, this is it my circus. It's hard to believe. But one of the ex- excuses people have is that yoga supposedly is not part of the Western tradition. But one of the things I really learned here is the ancient Greeks had far more in, in common with Indian civilizations than we, than we have ever been told. I mean, in a way, when you take a, a yoga meditation class, you're returning to your own roots. Um, there's actually this amazing word in ancient Greek, henosis. Hain is the Greek word for one. So henosis means the state of oneness or divine union, which is the same thing that the word yoga means. And in my favorite ancient Greek spiritual text, the Aeneids, there's a meditation practice which Plotinus, my favorite Greek spiritual master, uh, he leads his students through the same stages of meditation that are described in the Yoga Sutras. Yoga students will have heard of the Yoga Sutras from the yoga classes. Plotinus was teaching meditators how to reach the deepest states of meditation over 1,700 years ago in Rome. Um, I have this meditation um, in, in my book, Lost Masters, in case you want to try practicing it yourself. But when you hear people saying, you know, yoga is not our tradition, you know, these people are completely wrong. And, and if this is an issue for you where you live, I mean, pick up my book, read this material, and you will have, you know, a quiver full of ammunition uh, uh, to confront these people with when they're trying to mislead people that yoga is something completely foreign. Uh, I love it. And also, as someone who used to teach in the public schools and then was an administrator, we need all the tools we can to help children to get in touch with themselves and to be mindful and to be at peace, um, to find ways to deal with stress and connect with the divine and their inner self. Um, and, and meditation is also a practice that a number of schools have introduced in, instead Good. of um, uh, uh, detention, helping, oh, giving perfect. children real tools to help them, not punishment. Right. Well, you know, I was, I was, you know, the Bible says, be still and know that I am God. But in my Christian training, I was never taught how to be still. And we learned that in, in the yoga tradition. Um, let, let me just say also, in the last few minutes we have here, you know, during his own lifetime, surprisingly, Jesus was not the best known spiritual figure in the Roman Empire. 
The most famous sage in the first century was Apollonius of Tyana. And Apollonius traveled to India and studied in a Hindu ashram. Um, and, and everywhere he went after that, Greece, Rome, Spain, Turkey, North Africa, he would tell people about the yogis, uh, who he said were the wisest and most amazing human beings he'd ever met. Um, he went to Egypt, too, and this really blew my mind. He noticed how incredibly similar the ancient uh, Egyptians' esoteric doctrines and practices were to those he learned in India. Now, they, have, they were completely destroyed. First, you know, the uh, Zoroastrians came in, then the Christians, and then, and then the Muslims, and we lost the, the Egyptian esoteric tradition. But Apollonius was there, and he said the ancient Egyptian tradition was just like what he learned in India. He even had this fascinating theory that in vast antiquity, a group of teachers from India must have migrated to North Africa and taught this stuff to the Egyptians. Now, I'm not sure that that's actually historically true, but everywhere you look, you know, you, you see all these ancient traditions were connected and were teaching things that were very, very similar and that were so inspiring and uplifting and that resonate with us at the deepest level spiritually. So, Paula, that's why I'm just so excited about all of this. And, and by the way, if any of you are fans of Eckhart Tolle, who wrote, who wrote that massive international bestseller on uh, the power of now. He was really excited about this material, and he thought everyone should know about this. And so completely out of the blue, he, he just volunteered to, to write the, uh, the uh, foreword to this book. So, I mean, this is, it's like really, really exciting and inspiring stuff. You know, our own spiritual master from our own Western tradition. I think it's absolutely profound and essential, and I'm so grateful that you did the research um, and had the inquisitive nature to dig out this information. And I'm wondering if you would talk a little bit more about Iamblichus, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, because it sounds like um, his information on channeling and psychic experiences is is there more that you can share with us? Um, uh, yes. Uh, there are, you know, of course, numbers of different schools of spirituality in ancient Greece. And some, some like my favorite Plotinus said, you know, just, uh, just forget all that stuff. Just go within, go within, go within, and you'll find the truth. And our advocate's perspective was, no, let's do rituals. Let's explore these, you know, uh, uh, divination and, and, and so that we can enrich our personalities and, and not just go upward in spirit, but go outward in spirit. You know, he was, he was very tantric, I would say, from the Indian perspective. And he was very, very emphatic. You know, be very, very cautious about the kind of energies that you're invoking. Um, and protect yourself by coming from what, you know, what the Buddhists would say, come from a, a place of compassion. You know, be sure that you're also thinking of the spiritual welfare of others. Um, if that's primary in your awareness, then, then what you're doing for yourself is also for the benefit of others. This was a major point for him. We don't have time to go into all the details, but he was just talking about the different kinds of light and different kinds of energies that, that you um, that you could that you got from these different kinds of uh, entities that uh, that meditators would, would experience. Uh, Plotinus might say, just ignore that and go right into pure consciousness. I am like says that's part of the universe. That's part of your nature. Let's explore it, but explore it in a safe and respectful way. 
And and I love that there are different traditions. It's not like they were all in agreement, but they all had their ways that were unique to them and made sense to them and that they then used and taught to others. Correct, correct. Um, in, the one great thing about India is the parampara. It's called in Sanskrit. In, in India, there's an unbroken tradition of, 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 of spirituality from 5,000 years ago down to the present moment. You can go to India and reconnect with that. Um, in, in, in ancient Greek, uh, Greece, uh, they called this the, the golden chain, the golden chain of wisdom passed by master to master and by the sincere students who came to the schools to learn this and to do the practices. In our tradition, sadly, the golden chain was broken, but we can reconnect with our spiritual mentors by reading about them, by meditating on them, or, you know, by going to India where this, the same tradition the Greeks were practicing, more or less, is still being practiced today. You know, it's a living tradition. You know, let it live in our lives. This is our tradition. Let's acknowledge it and celebrate it. Uh, and, and to be aware of the commonalities that we have had a um, unfortunate history and pattern yeah. of emphasizing differences and of trying yes. to create fear and prejudice and um, and and separation, whereas really you talked about unity. We are all one, and there is so much more that connects us than separates right. us. Correct, correct. And, you know, numbers of, of, spiritual, uh, of these great masters reached or tried to reach India. You know, Anaxarchus, uh, Pyrrho studied in India. Plotinus, in my opinion, the greatest of all the great masters, tried to reach India. You know, because they recognized... You know the the commonalities and and the and, and the profundity of what the yogis were doing and, and how much the yoga tradition could benefit the West and they incorporated that what they learned there into their own teachings uh, um, in in Greece and throughout the ancient Western world and how hard it was um, for them to do that travel, and yet they were so yes. motivated to learn and to grow and to know what others were thinking and to bring it back then to the people in their own environment. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, we, we are at closing but um, for this part of the show, but I am so grateful, and you have such a vast amount of information in your book, Lost Masters. I so appreciate your sharing with us what you have, and I encourage people to go to your book for more. Thank you, Paula. Thank you, Linda. And I'd like to thank my audience for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook, then click on the link to my resources page to purchase Linda's book, Lost Masters, and go to my store to purchase my books and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my 
experiential workshops such as Overcoming Abuse Through Self-Empowerment, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Energy Healing, the Am Awakening, and the Ultimate Creative Problem-Solving Process. If you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Then click on the link to register for my creative problem-solving workshop or to schedule one in your area. Then go to calendar of events and press click here to send me an email with your question about a difficulty in your own life, an inspirational story, or a comment about a show. I want to hear from you. If you live in Dallas, I invite you to experience my ultimate creative problem-solving process. Just click on the meetup link on this page or on my website, paulajoyce.com. Please join us next Thursday when Stanley Krippner will talk with us about Rolling Thunder, the medicine man who healed people and literally created thunderstorms. On February 23rd, Carol Merlot will talk with us about how our thoughts can make us happy. And on March 2nd, Doug Hilton will share how EMDR, that is eye movements, combined with energy psychology practices from the Tao, can heal trauma and abuse. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week. Oh, 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 oh